cups of coffee on the way to work That's what mama used to do Never thought I would have grown up to be just like you What a flapper and open book You can judge it by the cover, never give it a second Kyle, did you look role. into this? Yeah, okay. The reason I'm here is because Nick poisoned me with this. One, like, there was, like, this one day at my work where he <laughs> caught me on a day where I, like, the one day I wasn't doing anything at work, where I had, like, six hours to just, like, look at whatever I wanted I to think online. I DM'd you one of your own tweets. You were yeah. talking about something, and I was no, like, I was okay, there was something. There was that, like, Mormon coffee shop here because they, like they're doing the soaking but for coffee in Provo here where they're making a yeah, coffee like shop that's hot not, chocolate. That's a, that's the newer one, but there was this other one where they have this like competing South American bean that's not coffee and they use that to make the exact same drink supposedly, but it's not coffee so they can't okay. they can do that. <laughs> it's not yerba mate either. No, it's not it? mate. Uh that is something that Mormons do drink though. A lot of them go on their missions and drink that. But it was something it's something else. I can't remember what it's called. But I was talking about that. So you sent me this coffee house, uh, de Chateon thing. And then I spent like nine hours that day just getting sucked into this absolute garbage <laughs> wormhole, which is why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Yeah. Sucked into a garbage wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's as good a place to start as any. So um, welcome back to I Hate This Town, returning from um, a little bit of a a little bit of a break due to, you know, life. Uh, my name is MJ. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Owen. Hello. And our producer, Nick. Hello. And we are joined by very special guest from the Brigham Young Money podcast, our buddy Kyle. Hello. And I'm very... Happy to see you all. Not stoked to be talking about these that was three. forced. <laughs> I am extremely happy to see you all. I am not excited to have learned as much as I have about these just degenerates. And today, Absolute so today, freaks. so today, we are going to be talking about Coffee House de Chatillon in Linwood, Washington, as well, and and along with it, the cast of characters behind this, specifically um, daughter-in-law, Michaela de Chatillon. The, propi- the proprietors of this, of this of establishment. This deranged coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've zoomed in even farther from, like, towns and cities to just, like, one specific business within the city, <laughs> yeah. and we're doing an episode on A that. A suburb yes. of Seattle was too broad. We had to look specifically <laughs> at... So, episode so one was Seattle. Tell... Now we've gone even farther. Yeah, well, so as far as I can tell, this is close to <clears throat> Bell- Bellevue, Washington, which is, like, 45 minutes from Vancouver. Yeah, so there's, well, there's, there's, a, there's a few places they seem to keep popping up. And they're 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 all in that kind of I would say northeastern side of of Seattle suburbs. So you've got like Kirkland and Bothell, Washington, 
and Bellevue seems to be where they go to hang out. And as we, you know, we'll get into this a bit, but like as we talk about Michaela Marie's videos, whenever she goes out shopping or is talking about like stores and stuff like that, she seems to go to like downtown Bellevue to the like whatever. Oh, it literally thinking, seems kind of just like an sort of outdoor mall with fancy shops. You tell her what she yeah, I'm thinking of Belling. Yeah, I'm thinking of Bellingham, Washington, which is where there, Western Washington. Yeah, that's where Western Washington University is. I almost went to school there. Yeah. Um, because they have a really good theater department. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I guess I'll take I'll take a little I'll take point on on sort of the introduction of this one. Um, this came to me. This is a little bit different. We're not, you know, we it's, it's Kyle's second time around, and we are not talking about Utah, obviously. That's right. Um, a friend of mine who I'm in a discord with my friend, Allison messaged our discord one day and was just like, yo, a friend of mine went with their friend to this place and came back and was like, I have a website to show you. (laughs) And so that's how I came across. That's how it was brought up to brought to my attention. This absolute in inanity of a website (laughs) that they've got going on for this. What is apparently a Viennese coffee house. It's a WordPress site. They they have their their business webpage on a WordPress, which is is not the most um, out of the ordinary thing for people who are like not using Square and shit like that yet. But anyway, it's apparently this Viennese styled like Austrian coffee house, styled after the like um, 18th century coffee houses where people would I guess go sit all day and read the paper and enjoy a beverage and speak with fellow patrons of the coffee house um on their um leisurely afternoons you know i'm not opposed to this no it it sounds like it 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 sounds like a nice and generally health like it i mean like that's the whole thing like you have europe you could talk about here (laughs) you got europe you got europe you got like europe being sort of the but like the sort of the the this um kind of push center for the slow foods movement returning to like eating and being present during our meals you know people in europe eat very differently they don't eat on the go eating snacks and stuff like that isn't normal there so like you could say that this something like this or you would assume that something like this could be a great way for like for people in this country or in in washington western washington to get a slice of Viennese culture, right? That is apparently that is the expressed purpose of this coffee house. Except once you actually get to the website, you kind of realize it's that unhinged. there's like 18 one-line paragraphs of <laughs> of just more and more insane um claims and um assertions that they will uh not serve you regular coffee. They apparently seem to have something against regular coffee. Um, they only serve the fine coffee of Vienna. And if you go in there, there's actual, you can look up reviews on Google of people who are like, don't go here. I tried to order an Americano and I got berated for five minutes. So apparently you go inside this place, you try to order a normal coffee and you get chewed out. So yeah, it's like, neither Italian nor Seattle styled third wave trendy fast <laughs> fast food coffee. 
I'm so, imagining. So, okay. So my, my partner's family used to be in the coffee business. They were one of the first companies in the U.S. that like imported Italian coffee into the U.S. And they had like his grandmother had one of those like big Roman um, espresso machines in her basement, the big gold dome guys that the boilers, you know, cranked oh up God, to like, oh, yeah. yeah, as high as it goes. And like it only makes just like just fucking gasoline sludge ristretto. I'm imagining that that's what all of this coffee tastes like. Apparently it's um, what is it? Um uh where what's the word julius meinl coffee and demers fine tea imported directly from vienna austria so it's just a company that makes coffee i I guess is it is it spelled cafe or is it pronounced i don't know it's k-a-f-f-e-e um they just have bonkers shit yeah cafe has a No, it's it's MJ. It's pronounced like North Versailles in Pittsburgh. It's Chantillion. <laughs> well, okay. So here's some here's some. So for you listeners, I know we're 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 going to be talking about a lot of visual stuff this time. So we'll do our best to describe this because it truly is an insane experience to just behold some of this stuff. Um, so uh, here's some like selected tidbits from the website. We pay respectful homage to uh, Viennese coffeehouse culture by our strict refusal to prepare any modern or common coffee shop styled drink, such as a cafe latte, cafe mocha, Americano, drip coffee, pour over, cold brew, and definitely no frivolous latte art. Yeah, nothing is more frivolous than having milk that like actually tastes good when it's steamed instead of just like nuking the ever-loving fucking shit out of it. So I I was a barista for a really fucking long time in like really high-end coffee shops. So like looking at some of this coffee is giving me like, it makes me immensely upset because I can taste how burnt it is. That's a Nestle stomach ache you're looking at right there. Oh, absolutely. A Nestle stomach ache and just like some fucking ready whip, like spray can whipped cream. Like uh-huh. that's all they got on there. Oh, yeah. Um, for, for you listeners at home, these are like truly dead. Like imagine like a big red cup. Like imagine the cold stone of coffee. Like if you were to go and you were to go to yeah, Cold this is Stone, some and you're central like, give me this aesthetic. coffee. Yes. <laughs> give me this aesthetic, but make it a coffee beverage. When people like, like make fun of people who don't like coffee and they just like all of the sugary shit, it's like that taken to its like extreme extent. These drinks are insane. It's like if a cake were a drink. In fact, they literally have a cake next to one of these drinks, <laughs> and the drink somehow looks like more rich than the cake. Does. And also, I'm going to tell you that is one of those cakes that comes frozen at Restaurant Depot. Yeah, like 100 fucking percent. Has yeah, that they get a Restaurant Depot. Oh, they're dead. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, this the funny thing is, is this is um yeah this it wouldn't be it would be funny if this is like um this is what happens when you get radicalized for being bullied over pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah. bullied for liking PSL, yeah. and so you go, you just fucking go hard, right. hard right with it. Yeah. Um, oh my god. So, uh, what are some other? Here's here are a few others. Uh, note: Viennese coffee house tradition is based upon strict and rigid rules and order. Rules and order is capitalized, dating back to the early 18th century. These tenets, which are essential to maintaining proper Viennese coffeehouse standards, are quite inflexible, as the host remains the persnickety selector of an individual's contentment during their visit, whilst also remaining conscious of one's, quote, state of attire. 
I love to describe myself as persnickety. <laughs> That's a very 2006 way to say huge, awful asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I would just like to highlight this line. It would be frightfully bad form to abrogate over three centuries of Viennese coffeehouse culture. All of those words are capitalized for a mere 40 years of fatuous fast food commonplace coffee. I love to ace. I love to get an 800 on the SAT reading comprehension. <laughs> section. I, I, I forgot that, you know, she's she's right. Coffee has only been around for 40 years. Yeah, no, they weren't. They, they, it's not like coffee is so indigenous to Ethiopia that it's impossible to actually like categorize all of the different beans in Ethiopia. Yeah. There are so many different varietals that it's like actually impossible to determine any kind of like specificity with them. You have to or go like, by lot by lot because of its indigeneity. Yeah, no, yeah. that definitely is not the case. Coffee started in Vienna. Um, <laughs> the end. I mean, the 40 years thing and uh, also basically everything else about what I can only describe as a manifesto <laughs> is um, basically kind of reads as like a coded death threat against Howard Schultz. Like the fact that she's in, oh, never like, mind. I think this is cool now. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, this that's OK. That's a that's a line of thinking I had in an area. Yeah, that's a line of thinking I had in like with this tweeting yet. about this kind of thing. And the, the 40 years stuff like does Howard travel with a security detail? Because I feel like he might need to. <laughs> they they yeah. do seem very militant about just the existence of like uh, just American culture. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they have formed their own like Chaz or whatever, but specifically just based around. Uh, sweet 101 on the Ashway. And, and, then, and, then, and not to not to overlook the last two lines of this just like fucking <clears throat> Unabomber ass statement on the front page of their website. The last two lines are so a mild touch of Habsburg etiquette is always duly noted and greatly appreciated. That's right. Come in with that chin out, baby. <laughs> yeah. We want as few chromosomes as possible. Are we? Yeah. It, are, is it known that Habsburg etiquette is appreciated? I, that's not a. That's not something I'm familiar with. Ever, I've ever You're gonna have before. to tell me what Habsburg edi- uh, etiquette is, lady. Fuck I'm your cousin. Sorry. Fuck yeah, your no, you gotta come in sister. with your cousin on a date. <laughs> yeah, and that Habsburg line is before uh, scripture from First Corinthians. Yes, which I is, was gonna say, but all things must be done properly and decently in an orderly manner, which you might think only applies to this co- coffee, cafe, cafe house. Cafe house. Okay, it does not. Some things are just not done in polite society yeah so so that's actually the next thing before we move away from the website because i you know i want to talk a bit more about the business itself um but if you are on the web page and you go and you look at there are two there are two pages i want to visit here and first is going to be societe uh poli uh which i don't think is a word (laughs) Like I, I don't think that um, I, I, you know, it's been a while since I took French, but I do not think that's how you say polite in French. Well, and and not to get too far afield here, but um, what language is spoken in Vienna? Austria. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I uh, actually want to bring maybe that German, uh, maybe German, because it's so close to the border. Oh well, uh, Austrian, but yeah, I mean, like yeah. it's well, it's certainly not French. She seems yeah. to switch back and forth between French and German because, like, a bunch of stuff on. I'm looking at the website right now. A bunch of stuff on the website and the menu is in 
what I assume is German. I don't speak it's got, it, but it's got a lot you know, of German looking words. Yeah, it's yeah. got a lot of German looking spellings. And then there's just like random French shit throughout. I, I think, I mean, I, what I imagine is the situation here is that this is a French family that ended up in Vienna, which wasn't unusual at the time that you would have like bleed over from France into Vienna. If I'm thinking about like, you know, the 18, you know, 17, 16, 1700s. I don't think I, they are yeah. though. I mean, they're, I don't, I, I have no idea, but it would I'm be funny attempting... if they were just like Scots Irish. <laughs> well, we'll get we'll get to Michaela, but so um, yeah, yeah, we're we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. So coffee cart, yeah. So if you if you click on the page on the website, um, uh, that's titled Society Poli, some things are not are just not done in polite society. Um, I'm going to read to you from this page. One cannot simply enter a traditional Viennese coffee house in casual co- or in causal common order and request a cup of coffee or a latte for coffee and latte simply do not exist. Also, there will be no parenthes- or quotes barista to fulfill your request. Quotes barista is an Italian term for bartender, which for obvious reasons does not apply in a traditional Viennese coffee house. Upon entering a Viennese coffee house, hopefully, one will feel compelled to exhibit the italics demeanor and composure that is demanded, uh, italics ended, upon entrance of such an elegant establishment. <clears throat> hard, hard enter, hard enter. Manners maketh the visit merry. Hard enter, hard enter. That's a one-line paragraph. The Viennese speak of a coffee house as having a living soul, often resisting even the slightest change to the 300-year-old institution. In Wien, the coffee house is a cultural enclave, unmolested by the progressive trappings of time, whilst also remaining stern and determined in its admonishment of low culture. Okay, interjection right there. Uh... The line of the little bit about progressive trappings, that's foreshadowing for yeah. what comes later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I'd also like to point out if you go to the Kathy Cart uh, page of the website where their menu is, they do in fact include brewed coffee, <clears throat> uh, which is spelled Kathy, um, a Chateaillon chai, which I, as far as I am aware, communication between India and Vienna was uh, pretty minimal, and uh, specialty T E E. So hey, specialty that's T-shirts. Like, that's like the French spelling minus the accent. But also, they have all of your standard shit. I mean, like they have a mocha. They just spell it M O K K A. Yeah. They have you know a fucking latte. They just call it milk coffee. Um, just going in and asking, can I get a mocha? Yeah, this is like if you went into a Starbucks and you were like, hey, can I get a medium coffee? And they were like, eh, 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 and like then like berated you for like ordering a medium. Do you, do you want a drip coffee? Yeah. Do you want a cold brew? Also, we don't use medium here. Yeah. They'd probably be like, medium do you want to like a you probably mean venti yeah they would be like medium do you mean like a grande i'd be like yeah whatever 16 ounces is yeah exactly like we're already we're already hitting on some of the sort of idiosyncrasies that devolve from that that just completely don't match up with 
how they say, like, we won't serve you this or let you order this, but we basically have this on our menu. It's also it's also worth uh, stating how just shitty this website looks. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, really it's like garbage. a shit. Yeah, it's like a shitty word. It's like it's like an old person who's used to using <clears throat> web like 1.0 websites found WordPress and kind of like somehow miraculously struggled their way through it or got their like middle school teenage grandkid to set the website up for them it's it's also confusing because this is a net website and they will sometimes reference their com website which the domain expired uh so don't get confused there 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 is a real website that exists um oh you just and, can't access it anymore because they stopped paying for the domain yeah you <laughs> it, it like will link like i was looking at their hours and I, I was just like i was wondering what days they were closed uh and they one of their line items for their hours says temporary hours during the late unpleasantness. I don't know what that means. <laughs> They're talking about COVID. Yeah, she just doesn't COVID. like talk. She like literally doesn't want to talk. Like, uh, That's get what she this, means for real? I think I'm so. I'm start referring to it like that. During the late, like what's been the going unpleasantness on lately. Of okay. late. Yeah, because I, I think it's elegant to not actually address the thing yeah. you're talking about. Seriously, the word it's very elegant, mask of the Red Death, actually. Yeah, that's and honestly, just, oh, that, that oh, has Owen. to be it. Because the, her obsession, there, this everyone involved with this and the obsession over elegance as just a word, but also anything that they deem to be elegant is just, it's... It's Habsburgian in nature, from what it appears. But <laughs> I just—it makes me insane. So should we should we try to get to the crux of like? Let's do it. Listeners may be wondering why the fuck we're profiling this random like this coffee shop. somewhat this, eccentric sorry, coffee, coffee house. house. Should we get to more of the crux of what's going on here? Yeah, there's. Um, I just want to. The last page I want to read from is the one that is titled Testimonial Skull Duggery, which is a picture. Uh, you know, it's like some, you know, painting of a lady lounging, and underneath it says, Most hosted testimonials are little more than marvelous, vacuous lies concocted by deceiving proprietors and their foul associations in attempt to fleece the common general public into consumption of their mediocre product and services. Just ask the Marquise de Pompadour. I don't oh know what God. that means. So the Marquise de Pompadour was the um, chief, or Madame de Pompadour was the chief mistress of King Louis the Fifteenth from 1745 to 51, and remained influential as a court favorite under uh, until her death. But I think um, hostile critics tarred her as a malevolent political influence, but historians are more favorable. Um, anyway, so I guess she was litigating French court drama. Yeah, I guess she was essentially website. like a commoner, but she was the mistress of the king, so she became influential in the court. And so I think um, I'm she's looking throwing at their, her shade in this. I'm looking for being at, a their, at their Instagram account, and I am seeing <sighs> what looks suspiciously like latte art. Uh, and also, you'll notice that they really want to be noticed on, like, uh, uh, like they tag a lot of other accounts that include, like, Seattle Coffee Shops, Best Food Seattle, Bellevue Bites, Coffee Shops of the World. They also tag the city of Vienna. Um, <laughs> Christian Coffee like, Shop. Hashtag yeah. Christian Sometimes Coffee Shop. Sometimes you just got to take a full-court shot at the buzzer and see what happens. Tagging, tagging the city of Vienna. Nobody likes a pick-me bitch. <laughs> also, one of these models looks a lot like Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules. Uh, one of these models is also uh, the main subject of this episode's cousin. Yeah. Cousin, uh, so, 
sister in law? Sister. 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 Okay. Younger sister married. Um, if we're talking about Kylie, Kylie Louise. Yeah. yeah, Kylie Louise. And she's in some of the videos. So really quick before we'll move on from the website, but before we move on from the business to the the main, you know, the the woman of the hour, um, the so I did a little digging on the business and I found, I went down into the like Washington Corporation and Charities filing system to look up business LLCs. And apparently this, this business was registered at this address under a Dwayne Stenson from 2016 until 2019 when it went, um, it was dissolved due to delinquent filing. And that's because in 2018 it was taken over and a new LLC was formed for the business under Ashlyn Thompson, who I, I think through some digging on, on through, yeah, through YouTube, it, I think we established is a, is a friend of Michaela, who is the, we're, we're going to get to Michaela a bit. We found Ashlyn's YouTube and she had a YouTube video that Michaela was in where they like, it was like, they basically made a music video for some song. It was their own home music video, whatever. The thing is, that business LLC registration went delinquent in 2020 and has not been renewed. And I have looked under all aspects of the name of the business, Coffee House, Coffee, um, De Chatillon, Chatillon. I found a condominium homeowners association for the De Chatillon condominiums, which is on the waterfront in Seattle. Could not establish any sort of relation there, but I didn't find anything else. And so what this leads me to believe is the last thing I'll say is that one of the first lines on their website is um, in 2011, on the main landing page, in 2011, Viennese coffeehouse culture was included and protected by the United Nations under the Parisian Specialized Bureau, UNESCO, as an intangible cultural heritage institution. I have not been able to find the language or legal text on specifically Viennese coffeehouse culture. But what this would suggest to me, since I can't find an LLC filing for it or a corporate or a charity name, I, I'm thinking they're doing some tax shit. Like, I think they're probably trying to get some tax breaks through, like, maintaining a cultural institution or something like that. I don't know if that would have a different filing system, but I haven't been able to find, like, a registered business LLC. And they're still operating. They're still in business. So <laughs> this, is, this is the investigative journalism that you come to. I hate That's this right. term for. Yeah. We're going to start a Patreon just so Nick can, like, start affording to do FOIA requests. <laughs> Want to do FOIA requests and not go to work? Like, let me do that, friends, because I'll, I'll find out some stuff. No, no, no. So, so what I was going to say is, is on the website, there is a page called Un Journal de Blog, <laughs> which is um, just broken. It's broken and not worth going to. But it's uh, clearly it's this one person, Michaela Marie de Chataillon. It's her personal blog about self-improvement and elegance. And so who, the, who exactly is Michaela Marie de Chataillon? She appears to be the owner, Eric Michel de Chataillon's wife. Um, she is not uh, French. She is not Viennese. She, her maiden name is Michaela Marie Buell. 
She's clearly from Washington originally. Um, nothing. Eric. Eric doesn't really have much of a public presence. I. However, I'm fairly certain that he's the one who wrote the website. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did together. I, I spent a lot of time. I spent hours trying to see like what I could find about him. Super hard to find. He was like, he's like been involved. He, he had some like public comments on like some of these, like what are the equivalent of like fitness blog or like men's weightlifting blogs, like that type of thing. But for like men's styling and like, threads about like watches and stuff yeah (laughs) he's definitely a fancy boy they seem they they they're also very into buying luxury goods from what michaela describes in one of her videos as gray market sources so like they will which i didn't know what that was but it's a gray market source just like a guy on the street with a tarp well like some knockoff it could be it's it's explicitly i was like what the fuck is gray market she was talking about watches and apparently gray market is when you buy authentic goods from unauthorized sources (laughs) so so she buys shit that fell off the the back of a truck which i respect yeah i was surprised to hear her say that because it doesn't seem very elegant of her but she was saying uh like it was one of her videos that was about how to like be give elegant gifts that are like cheap on the cheaper or more inexpensive side because she's she's a woman of the people sometimes she likes to she knows that everyone can't afford to have the type of experiences that she pretends that she has i think um but yeah so gray market goods are is a big theme for for eric michelle and michaela there's definitely some and and you know her her latest video kind of goes in okay so I'm not I'm getting ahead of myself so anyway Michaela Marie de Chatillon is the star here or at least she very much wants to be she um is clearly trying to to fashion herself as this like uh YouTube personality um what's very funny about this is that like when you're trying to do this you know, one of the big ways that you get an audience is through Instagram, specifically for this like kind of style, lifestyle, you know, advice kind of thing is through Instagram. I have more Instagram followers than this woman. And that's not saying a lot. I don't have thousands of Instagram followers. Like she's like 500 followers on Instagram. Um, And she's also says a lot in her videos and on her Instagram page that she doesn't she doesn't like talking about her personal life. She doesn't like saying a lot of private things in public, which, again, if you are trying to kind of make your money off of this kind of YouTube lifestyle thing, you do kind of have to do. Yeah, it, it is very interesting. Like, I mean, what you were talking about, MJ, about how like it is a requirement at some level to open yourself up if you, if you want to be like very popular online with the genre of people that she's trying to get to it's it, she makes incredibly unrelatable videos that are just specifically like they're vague enough to where you can't glean any information about her really um they like for one of the videos for example they go down to these boutiques they like she doesn't really she just talk about where they live she just refers like vaguely to our downtown area of our town by the marina by the water uh and this boutique or whatever it's never like very much identifiable information, which yeah. is so fascinating to me because it like creates like that layer of distance between her and their audience where it's like, 
I'm pre- like she stagnated quite a bit. I mean, I, like I don't know how. I mean, there's a there's a big audience for this in some circles. Like if you look at like classically Abby, I think, uh, which I know you all uh, mentioned as being kind of like a similar type of person that she's going for. But when that doesn't exist, it's just like you're just watching someone give really weird advice and just film themselves. It's like a rolling selfie of her just like going down to the water in her town. It's very weird. Yeah, she's. She's really trying to, like, do a very specific thing um, that other, like, and, and you know, to her credit, she isn't explicitly, like, alt-right, but she's definitely nodding at that kind of thing. But, like, a, a lot of people have done this much more successfully in that vein than she has, and what they, and, and, Again, why it's successful is because they give you bits of their lives. Like, there's this, like, incredibly niche uh, woman on the far right uh, who used to go by Blonde Buttermaker. And she was very into this, like, new new right, like, neo-pagan thing about, like, you know, only eating raw milk and, like, eating a bunch of raw meat and making all of her own oil and all this weird shit. And, like, she had videos where she would talk about, like, difficulties that she and her husband had and like you know sometimes when she would be resentful of like you know raising all of her kids but all of it gearing back to you know again giving you a little bit of her inner life and the life with her family but all of it gearing back to why this trad back to the you know back to the land kind of like patriarchal lifestyle was beneficial and that should be aspired to um, and like, again, there's no, there's no captive hook there if you don't give people something like you have to give them a little bit and she's really not willing to do that. And I wonder why, cause like that one picture that you showed of Eric, Mer- Eric de Chatillon, I don't think that de Chatillon is his real last name. No, like, I that think dude he looks changed fucking it. straight up Filipino. <laughs> like I absolutely, well, cause here's the thing. So he doesn't exist online. But when you start searching his name, there come up some records for Eric Michelle Royal and Eric Michelle Royal Sr. Spelled the same way. Eric is spelled E-R-I-C-H. And his name is spelled that way too, with an H. Eric Michel de Chatillon. Wait a second. They're fucking Quebecois. They're French-Canadian. They're French-Canadian. That would make a fuck ton of sense. The worst people on God's earth. Because I'm just like, you just a quick Google, like there's Eric Michelle Royal who lives in Botham, Washington, Bothell, Washington, yeah. Seattle, Washington. But after that, you find Eric Michel, Quebec. Eric Michel, Quebec. And I'm sure that, you know, Eric Michel is a very common name in Quebec, but like this dude is not Viennese. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. looking at this dude. Like he's... I also looked up De Chatillon. It's a long dead French royal house. It's like it, 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 the, the, the death, the ending of the French house was traced to like the 13th century or something like that. It's like. So they're yeah. just like stealing the identity of some royal house where like dude so. got like fucking murked in like battle with the English. Yeah, there's like, died like some really weird. To steal this guy's like, identity. Yeah, there's yeah. just like a very weird like LARPing thing going on here with both of them. Yeah. It feels like I have this idea of what 
elegance is and I'm going to act it out even though, but I'm not going to seek any sort of like confirmation. Like all of her videos are laced with like, you're going to lose friends. Oh, like the shit that's like, you're going to, you know, like you're going to lose friends over this. You're going to like, people are going to react poorly to you choosing to live your life. Like she doesn't say this outright. She says, you know, people so like might culture. do this. Yeah. Like, like essentially you have to steal yourself to live the life you want to live. And it feels yeah, very much like, okay, tell us what that actually is, not just start to hint at it and then say, go to YouTube, like, it's go to YouTube aesthetic, for yeah. examples of this. Like she has videos like the seven men style mistake video. She's like, you can go to YouTube for examples of what style are. It's like, what are you doing? What are, <laughs> what are you trying to tell me about then? Like. You know how there was like that meme that went around, like we used to live in a country, a proper country. <laughs> and it was the picture of the old 7-Eleven. Like, if you go to her sister Kylie's Instagram, her most recent post is the equivalent of that, but it's just, it's just people eating, like, at a picnic or whatever. It's this. Yeah. In the, like, 50s. It's, and, it's yeah, very, and it like, says, they took this from you, like, yep, it's exactly that. So this is her caption. It's, she says, the more the world looks like a dark place, the more I wish for a simplistic time. So, in, so I decided instead of living in the sad state of life we have, I will be changing how I see it, making my own family life values traditions. A life with picnics, our Sunday best, church, cooking, reading, walking, and spending time with the ones I love. Despite the restrictions the world has put around how I live my life, I will just stop living for the world and make my own. God bless America. God bless the freedoms I have. Hashtag traditionalism. Hashtag conservative. Hashtag traditional wife. Hashtag truth in Christ. Jesus. Hashtag slow down also. <laughs> yeah. And hashtag old school. Old, old school cool. Yeah. So, so like some to Jack kind of start lyrics. at the beginning... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so to so kind of start at the beginning when it comes to Mi- Michaela's in- YouTube, which is sort of where we've been driving with all of this. Yeah. Um, her most recent video is a video where she talks about, like, the, the title of the video is, like, how to stay abstinent for, like, teens and young yeah, women. Yeah, and it's, like, 30 but, minutes. Yeah, and I, I didn't make it through the whole thing. I got through a lot of it, but... What it, the video actually is, is her talking about her childhood and actually, like, for the first time giving you a little bit of her personal life and who yeah. she is. And she, from what she says, and again, I'm inclined to believe her. I'm sure some of it is exaggerated because all of us, you know, memory is a funny thing. But, like, she grew up with a very religious family they homeschooled her they sh- they were very sheltering she didn't really learn a lot about the real world from what she says her homeschool education wasn't great so when she got dumped into public school in high school she kind of didn't know what to do and like got really depressed and um you know sort of sort of she says, like, did bad stuff. So, you know, you got to assume, like, she she was in an abusive relationship. She says she was in an abusive relationship. I think she, she talked about her her mother being abusive as well, right, in that video? Yeah, she yeah. talked about her parents being neglectful. Like, they were yeah. neglectful. Yeah. And, and they're, she's talking about her relationship to her religion and her Christianity and saying that, like, she doesn't believe in like all of the rituals and all the church stuff because that was the stuff that she was raised with and that the ritual made the faith where, you know, she believes that 
you know, your relationship with God is is everything. And so I'm I'm going to assume based on where she lives in the country and some of the things that she says, I'm thinking that she grew up in one of those like really isolated like Christian kind of neo-Christian communities where they sort of like mm-hmm. take on some of the some of the trappings of like Catholicism and Anglicism Anglic I can't say that word. Mm-hmm. Close enough. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, where they had all these like kind of ritualistic church practices, mm-hmm. um, but still extremely Protestant. Like obviously, since they were homeschooled and like super sheltered, um, so she, she clearly and obviously since we're talking about her sister too, like her sister clearly went through those things as well. And both of them came out on the other side with a very specific understanding of their role in the world. Like femininity and the the household. And, and that's the thing is like I watched that video and I was like, fuck, like I had been diving into this with like this, what is going on here with this like interest in like what... What is happening in this weird little microcosm that the more I look at it, the less sense it makes to me? What the hell is happening here? And I saw this video and I was like, fuck, like, is this just a person who really did have a super sheltered upbringing and as a result turned, like, turned out as it came out of it with this really, really i mean really harmful stunted worldview but is it is it a product of them being what whether it's undereducated whatever like is it a product of this and you know as a result like do i need to reevaluate focusing on this or 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 having this you know having this be an episode but like you said mj this they came out of it with this really specific and harmful worldview about like the role of men and women in the home, you know, they came out of it with a sort of trad wife. And that, that's the thing is it, you know, we talked about, you, you mentioned Kyle, the us, us talking about this being related or like similar to classically Abby and stuff like that. But that's the weird thing about it is like throughout some of the videos, even though she's saying some of these egregious, like sort of extreme things where you're like, okay, this is coded, like you said, coded anti-blackness or whatever. And these things are harmful like some of it when she's talking about like dealing with trauma and stuff you're like you're like oh you actually like have done some work on this stuff but then how the fuck did you end up here how the fuck did you end up with these sorts of values surrounding your conception of men and women when you are trying to get yourself out of an abusive situation like how is this the fallout especially when you have um her brother her brother Nikki Buell um, is like a young twenty-one-year-old or something. He's just now starting to do. I think he's been promoting his first, like his first or second show, just this year. He's got like shows lined up, and he's a young LGBTQ artist. Um, so, like, I don't know. It's it's a very weird. This whole thing has been like, especially it being starting out as like, what the fuck is going on here? And kind of finding out like, okay, it's this, it's a fantasy world. They designed a fantasy world that 
in which they and their experiences and all the things that they have done and the things that they believe make sense. And that kind of goes back to like, you know, talking about Eric and like the fact that his real last name is not de Chateaillon. None of this is like authentic to, you know, this is all fantasy. This is all a make-believe world. And her sister is doing the same thing. Um, But it's all just kind of, they've constructed this very odd sort of cyclical worldview. um, And they, yeah, everything that they do seems to be in service of supporting that. So, so to get into Michaela's um, YouTube YouTube content her whole thing is her whole thing is like yeah like you're saying classically abby kind of meets european landed gentry she has this video that was more recent that's called the mind behind maison de chatillon oh my god and it's literally just one of those tiktok aesthetic videos like okay i have to show oh and i have to show you this Okay. It's like a two minute um, um, inspirational advertisement. It's like a cutting of like it, it's it's like if you were if you were watching like um, an an advertisement that you're like, what's this going to be? And then it's an Intel advertisement that's like short one inspirational one liner set over time lapse photos of like vegetables growing. It's like, have you ever seen B-roll? Yeah, <laughs> B-roll from like European mountain cities and then just like clips of Pride and Prejudice in there. Yeah, it's- <laughs> that's that's what she did. She just fucking recut Pride oh, and yeah. Prejudice. The Michaela Marie cut. <laughs> Prepare yourself for something very dreadful. Also, yeah, I gotta say that her sister is also in the comments hyping her up. Yeah, no, well. they're in the comments of all of their videos, just always. Well, this is so idyllic. Oh. <laughs> I told you. It's Tom from Succession and Kira Knightley. <laughs> the mind behind. Yeah, the mind behind is is it's so interesting because this is just like what's playing in her brain constantly. <laughs> when she's not filming a video for the channel, she just goes and plugs into her wall charger and then starts seeing these things. And she just like it's like a, a clockwork orange, but just hear her watching clips of Europe. So for for listeners, I mean, it is essentially what Kyle described. It's like B-roll of European time lapses of European cities, drone shots of the Swiss Alps, um, just random clips of Pride and Prejudice. And then what I can only describe as like (laughs) what you would get if you did the like lo-fi indie beats to chill, lo-fi hip hop beats to (laughs) chill and study to, but it was done for like women smoking a cigarette staring at the window. They have their own version of that. They literally have their own version of that that Nick and I also found. We can can talk about it after this. It's set to alt-right, Jay. Oh my God. (laughs) That's what we're listening to. Yeah, it's just like people at dinner and like people at the beach. Like it is so interesting, like... There's no voiceover. To be right. no. Yeah, mind this behind. is 100% pure, uncut inspo. This is vibes. Sister, We're just vibing. And her sister commented on it and said, this was so deep and meaningful to me. Thank you. And I'm just Almost like, like a visual mood board. Gorgeous and so What is it? It's literally just a the mood Doberman. Board. Oh, yeah. That one was just like 10 seconds of a Doberman in a field. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, yeah, so the very end, the very end of the video is just Christ the Redeemer, the statue. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, did we find Eric's YouTube channel? We, that one you, day as well? you did. You did, and you were looking at his, um, you were looking at his 
his liked or his saved video playlist. Oh, he that's had right. like a nine hour like D and D um like polite dinner society like background music thing so it was supposed yes, to sound yes, like yes, a dinner yes, like yes. a victorian dinner party for like an entire hour so it was supposed to be like music you would play during a D session that's set at some sort of like fancy dinner party or right yeah that was his version of that that yeah. thing we all love to role play in dungeons and dragons <laughs> a dinner so- party. a dinner party <laughs> it was so it's literally took 12 hours long and so when you said like the lo-fi beats to study and relax to his version of that is just like a vienna restaurant where you just hear like glasses clinking and there's like classical music <laughs> it's and literally just, like, titled glasses clinking background like uh chatter yes, or something that's like, like that. what he just listens to that's when he's in grind mode he just puts on that 12 hour video and just listens to like people just eating food he's got rise and grind subliminal messaging like somehow like layered into it so uncanny like it's just really odd it's it's all just like really odd um in a way it feels bad to make fun of because it almost feels like somewhat a a simple conception it's yeah it feels like a very simple dumbed down conception of what high society is and it's like we're acting this out and to what end like what is it getting you what are you getting from this well i'll also point out like based on again her videos her instagram like what's public i'm gonna go on record with saying i've been to europe more times than this woman yeah and and that's not to like say that I'm better than her or anything, but just to say that like if there is some idea of that like this there is a specific type of person and it's all the specific type of thing and it's all very European, like I don't think she's ever been to Europe. I think if yeah. she had been, she would be constantly posting photos from it. Yeah. Yeah, it's very it's very weird. And his like Eric's YouTube channel doesn't have any um, videos. It looks like he made it some changes. He has no videos, but his like favorite voice. He has a cha- he has like a liked. He has a playlist called Favorite Voices, and it's like Jordan Peterson's most savage comebacks and Vienna Coffee Houses and Evander Holyfield tells SLTV how he feels about Mike Tyson. Trump surges as impeachment support collapses. Oh. Like <laughs> under and then and then the other one was it's literally it's called. Uh, the one I was talking about. It's called uh, Baroque Noble Party. Yep. Baroque music, people speaking, glasses clinking, ambiance. That's literally what, the, and it's that's exactly what the video is. It's just picture. It's just sounds of that, it's like Baroque, whatever. So that's like, I mean, it's the same like weird right wing stuff that underpins all of this. But then it's also just this obsession with the aesthetic, both uh, audibly but also just visually just cannot separate either uh, of those things from each other. But, like, Michaela's channel, she also talks about how, like, in this modern world, we've abandoned the art of elegance. Convenience has become king. Easy food, easy access in the dating world, easy fashion, and an easygoing attitude. My intentions with this channel is to bring value to you. Value is capitalized for some reason. By sharing my experiences, also capitalized, and advice, capitalized, of all things wholesome and refined, elegance in your style, beauty, femininity, traditional values, faith, and more. So, like, are these just typos? Yeah. Are they intent? Like that? That is. 
No, it's intentional. The, the capitalizations feel very intentional. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, refined. and it's, it's but again, t- talking about how this is like, you know, like fantasy world, like, like that's, that's how you would imagine someone writing in like, you know, in like the pre-internet era, you know, like a fucking yeah. civil war letter. With like, <laughs> yeah. you know, my lovely, you know, M and L are capitalized. Like, very odd. So, so her first like series of videos, and she clearly deleted a number because yeah. her first video that's available says like, if you've watched my previous videos, of which there are none, uh-huh. um, they're they're all fairly innocuous. You know, they're kind of like they're kind of like general style tips about like how to dress nicely for a dinner party you know like don't wear super revealing clothes don't overdress if you're not comfortable with your own personal style like maybe don't wear super bold patterns or like big statement necklaces which are you know generally speaking in terms of style not bad advice. not terrible <laughs> advice you- like she's she's got little like common sense things like even with the therapy stuff like in that 30 minute video this is what i was trying to hit on earlier is is she has certain things that are like okay you have clearly like listened and actually either at least heard at the bare minimum heard to repeat or processed and internalized some actual growth and development lessons that are that are that is good advice that like the style stuff like you were saying, like some of it actually is good advice. It's just then she hard writes into. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, like so so just generally speaking, like and I'm not going to pretend that I am, you know, an, an expert in in fashion and design or whatever. But like if you aren't super comfortable with your own personal style, if you don't spend a lot of time on your own personal style and you have to get dressed up to go to a party. Yeah, it's pretty good advice not to wear a giant statement necklace. It's pretty good yeah. advice not to wear like like huge, bold patterns and to like, you know, try to emulate people that have professional stylists. Like those that's that's fairly good advice. And it's all fairly innocuous. Like she's just kind of like a really pretty girl who has an incredibly odd way of enunciating, like telling you kind of boring yeah shit about getting dressed yeah she's trying to emphasize her like european background with her enunciation or she's just trying to elegate it well yeah well trying to emphasize a european background that doesn't exist like her bio is like has like three flags from like european countries that's like like maybe her like great grandparents are from there but this is like a girl from from Washington. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, some of her stuff is tagged in Europe. I don't know if she's actually there for those photos or if she's just like normie brain tagging. I would expect to see videos if she had been. You yeah. Know? Like she would have made videos about it instead of just being inside of her husband's closet. But this, like, this she would have been... She a lot of her videos with like shoes and like just, I, I, I'm elegant because there's a rack of leather shoes behind me. She does do a lot of it in her closet or in her husband's closet. Like almost after a certain point, almost all of it is in there. It feels like she has to yeah. go in. That's the other thing I'm wondering is like, why does she have to go 
into the closet. Why does she film so many of them late night? Is she like avoiding? It's weird. Her husband's. I I don't know. There there's some of it seems just. There are things again about her video that seem idiosyncratic to what she's doing. In a way where it's like this. I don't know. Part of me wonders if she's like. Because because. Part of me wonders if she's like. I don't know, in a bad relationship still, even though they're married. Like, she started doing this a year ago, and then it seems like her husband came into the picture sometime between a year ago and now, and then they got married sometime in between. I There's just so much... It is funny how he's, like, not in the videos at all, but that's, like, kind of that, that layer of, like, trying to not be, like, very personal with the videos that would normally make sense. She refers, like, she, she talks about her husband, right? So, like, there was that one video that I was mentioning where she and her sister are, like, doing the, it's the shopping video. And they, like, are talking about how they're going downtown to go to these boutiques or whatever. And on the way, they just stop by, like, the Puget Sound or whatever. And they're just filming, she's just filming her sister, just, like, videos of her, like, portrait style and, like, walking or whatever. And they go to these boutiques, like, they uh, or they go get, like, they go get, like, pastries first. And then they go to this boutique and it's honestly was one of the funniest things i've ever seen is like they're hyping up this boutique like a lot and these she just won't stop saying boutique and it's oh it's been here for like 15 years it's incredible like it's local boutique we love boutiques it's boutique blah, blah, blah. boutique boutique like boutique, she boutique. turns the camera as she's walking into this boutique and there's like three seattle seahawks jerseys on top of mannequins yeah. <laughs> and she's just like Oh. oh god! She's like, okay, well that that wasn't very cute. Yeah, she's and she just, like we'll left it in there. Just, we'll cut that out. She's like, okay, that wasn't very cute. Let's see what else we can find. Like, I just love like the first shot of this like hyped up like elegant boutique is just football jerseys, and it made me laugh really, really hard. There was like Louis Vuitton stuff in there, but like for that to be that that scene was great. But then later she talks about, all right, well that was a great day with shopping with my sister. I don't know if she even says my sister in the video, but she. Um, she's like, we're about to go home to our husbands and have a steak dinner. Like that was like something worth emphasizing. And I was like, so she's definitely like been with Eric since at least 2019. That's been a couple of years. Yeah. But it's the, the Jordan Peterson creeping in, just emphasizing that you're eating steak is always like a funny thing. Here's, here's what I'll say about, about all this and what I've kind of been thinking about and how this has changed since I started looking at it is I went into this being like, what the fuck is this place? Because I saw the website, I saw the business, I saw the reviews of it. I saw I saw the con- like the comments saying these people are insane. I saw the YouTube likes of the two of them, which like if you find like her sister Kylie Louise's YouTube account, it's all of the people she subscribed to are like Ben Shapiro, Classically Abby, The Epic Times, all of the like right wing like touchstones. But the thing is, is, is their shtick is it's like a one off even of right wing talking points. Like they say all of and they get to enough of the harmful shit that it's a problem. But it's like they're even confused in what they're they're also emulating that. It's not just that they're emulating European culture. They're emulating everything almost. Like they see that stuff, but they haven't fully, they would never identify themselves enough to 
be someone like Ben Shapiro or classically Abby where they are this touchstone of the right wing, right? Like they can't even, they like, it's almost like even doing that would be inelegant, right? Like to do so would be inelegant. So they are keeping themselves in this weird limbo space where they're never going to hit mainstream. It's, it just, it, it, you look at all these little pieces, you pour over all of them and you kind of gather them and look at them one at a time. And it all just adds up to like a lot of this stuff doesn't make any sense. Like it all contrasts. You're keeping yourself in this locked space of sort of, you get a hundred, you've get, you've got your 1.5 K followers on YouTube and there you'll stay unless you make some commitment or change to being something. Yeah. And what makes it so interesting is they like literally have a business that they traffic their uh, <laughs> traditions yeah. or aesthetics into, which is like, the, that was the most interesting thing about it is that they literally have a business that is like the manifestation of like their, the mind behind. <laughs> it is that video. That yeah. That B-roll footage. Could, it's <laughs> like they made that into an actual company that is functioning, I think. And that is like the funniest and like, most unique thing about them is that they literally have that. It's awesome. And I, yeah, so, it's I, I'm so, going to do so a pilgrimage her... here is the, is something <laughs> you guys need to know is I will. I oh, have I, yeah, I really want to go. I want to go. Absolutely. Her next video where like she kind of starts veering into into sort of where where she sort of starts to like nod at what what kind of audience she's seeking and what she's looking for is this behavior of an elegant wife. Ooh, with an O-U-R on behavior. Yes. And also, again, to note that like the plastic surgery here, like you can tell from this video to the last. Like, she's gotten fillers in her jawline. She, like, she looks different. Yeah. This is just more, like, her explicitly, like, anti-feminist video, right? Yeah. So, this is the video where she says that, you know, wives are a reflection of their husbands. So, you have to be... You have to be aware not to, like, say, you know, things that things to other people about your husband that might reflect negatively on them. Yeah. Um, where she go, where, where I put it in the notes that like, this is the video that veers into coded anti-blackness is where she starts talking about how it's popular now to be a baddie, to be a bad bish. Um, oh yeah. She's like, I won't curse. That's not of the nature of the content I want to upload, but a bad bish. Yes. And then she plays a bunch of videos of black women Oh my god, that's right. Of like, you know, it's just like it's rap shit, you know. It's, it's, it's like really gross, yeah. Fucking but. Nicki Minaj and Megan the Stallion, the Stallion, and like all that kind of thing. Like just videos where she's clearly pointing at a very specific type of white femininity. Um sure. as the as the ideal. Yeah. Shall we shall we say? Yeah. Again, 
She's also started getting the like the Kardashian injectables. Yeah, that is an interesting uh, um, dichotomy that she holds in her brain where she's very anti-blackness, but pro uh, like black fishing when it comes to who she's emulating. Yeah, but yeah, it's there is something weird there for sure. This yeah, this one is. Um, oh yeah, she she mentions wokeness in this one is that right yeah she oh no not this one oh that um, was a different one this the next one is oh no 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 wait is this the right one um no this is behavior of an elegant wife i'm sorry oh, i okay. skipped i skipped ahead this is good. where she starts talking about like her general anti-feminism this one is the one where she starts talking about anti-blackness or yeah. well she is just Why being anti-black and also has clearly started to figure out how the algorithm works because she titled this one, Why You Don't Need Fame, A Red Pill, Not a Video for the Easily Offended. Yeah. And often this and, stuff is like when she gets into it, like it's – she she explains – she actually explains the like of what would be cons- – a lot of them she explains the offensive part in a way where you are doing the logical work that makes it a non-offensive point where you're like, oh, this is a mundane thing that you're talking about. Like not a video for the yeah. easily offended. You are just saying I am just presenting this information like, OK, you just put this in the title to get clicks then to get people to be like, what am I going to be offended by? Yep. What am I going to get offended by? Yeah. Like that kind and of And I actually think I might have been wrong. The filler has definitely started, but it looks like her nostrils are still wider, so she has not gotten the nose job yet. Gotcha. Um, I don't know why I became so obsessed with tracing her plastic surgery. It's just that, like, I saw her newer videos, and then I saw her older videos, and I was like, wait a fucking second. She has a video. Doesn't she have a video where she says it's rude to ask people about the work? Where do you get your lips done? That's rude. That's well, not okay. Right to ask someone. That's invasive. No, it's not. It's incredibly, it's incredibly fine to ask somebody where they got their lips done if you want a referral, because most of the time your plastic surgeon will give you like benefits for referrals. Yeah. Um. Here's where she got the nose job. You can tell her nose, her nostrils are like notably smaller, and her nose is more noticeably <laughs> upturned from this point forward. She basically kind of always looks like she's looking down at the camera. Because of how the surgeon like did her, did her four types of female friends to avoid ones with noses like the one I don't have anymore. Yeah, my Voldemort ass nose. Um, she this is like the thing about her is that she's never going to get to the level of like a um Lana Loktaf or like any of these other women because. She's just simply not good enough at this to say things that are, like, incendiary enough. Like, so in this one, she's saying this is about four types of female friends to avoid. And, um, and it's just, like, boring your standard, like, anti-feminist boilerplate evolutionary biology shit about how like women need men to protect them but they need other women to like you know develop community or whatever um and but none of it is again it's under 10 minutes long yeah barely missed so it's like just kind of there just isn't enough in here for her to like really get into um this is in february of 2021 so 
now we're going to go to, this is July of 2021, why we must respect men. Let's go. It's finally men's time, baby. It's finally men's time. She has now begun doing video blogs out of her husband's closet. Closet. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of shoes in the back, like dress shoes in the background. She has to be sitting on the floor, right? I think she's in a chair. Yeah, so again, I, not to like go like full Illuminati with the fucking nose job here, but like you can see that the I I like literally compared pictures of her. The slope in her nose is dramatically different, and so is like the shape of her nostrils. Like she got a lot of fucking work done. She also got a bunch of fucking filler in her cheeks and her jawline. She looks totally fucking different. She's she's like shaping her face to be like um oh who's the who plays um is it marjorie in game of thrones whatever her name is that actress she looks like she's uh, going oh yeah she's going for her so, and, and it's worth it. noting she's a really pretty girl yeah like, really yeah, yeah yeah like gorgeous this is not none of this is critique with the with the filler without the filler with the nose job without the nose job, like before and after she's a genuinely beautiful woman it, it, yeah, She's none just of this insane. is to like make fun of, and ag- again, like uh, out of concern for like none of this is to make fun of any of you know, especially her detailed history, what she has shared with us. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious what her arc is going to be because, like, if she wanted to, like, she has she has like a lot of the tools in order to like she she's she's really attractive. Uh, she's good at speaking to the camera. She's very used to that. Like if she wanted to do something less uh, elegant and get in into the mud with like the rest of like the right wing sphere that she could really associate herself with, if she wanted to, like she could be pretty successful. So I'm curious. I mean, if you just compare like her most recent videos to her ones in the beginning, she's clearly had a shift in how she approaches uh, some of these videos. And if she's like just doing like get ready with me videos now, I could see her like continuing down like a I'm actually trying to become like a big YouTuber thing. I'm going to drop the elegant like, uh, or at least making videos exclusively about how to be like an elegant person or whatever. Um, and maybe maybe she uh, ends up becoming a bit more politically outspoken, which I would love to see her be a bit more honest about what her politics are. <laughs> but uh, uh, Yeah, it's, it's very interesting to me. It's funny you say that because that just kind of it feels very much like. I'm trying to get in the game, but I haven't figured out that this is the way I need to commit myself to it. Whatever that way may be, you know, not necessarily that it's through the politics, but like I haven't jumped, I haven't come to the conclusion like, oh, this is fully where I need to lean into to start breaking into the higher numbers of like view count wise or whatever. It it feels like a star forming slowly because it hasn't quickly figured out to form into like a star, right? Like it's like you've caught it in this weird suspended animation of development and who knows whether she's actually going to fucking sink her teeth in and become something, but it, it just feels very weird. You're like, you're in this limbo space of, you're doing these things, but you're doing them in a way that is even idiosyncratic from what I would expect you to be doing. Yeah. She's, she's, it's very fucking weird. Um, it's very weird and it's very, especially weird to like, because, because usually we become aware of these kind of people, like after they've 
sort of gone through their full maturity of like their views and like things like that. But we're kind of watching. This is a case where like this person is somehow connected to this deranged family that owns this fucking weird coffee shop. But also like we're watching her mature into a specific type of right wing personality and like all of it's really like contradictory now like they haven't squared up their narrative around it which is why it's odd and like so absorbing to watch that's why we're watching this space because we can tell big things are yeah coming. big things are coming well if i mean family members thing, start like- to die out of the blue i know that <laughs> some shit's about to launch in a year or so Six months. Oh, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching her gay brother's SoundCloud career very closely. I'm watching what she and her sister are up to. I don't want to just go and to the coffee shop. I want to get a ticket to one of his shows. I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing a like uh, Seattle type tour, a Seattle suburb tour next year, nice. and that's uh, 2022. I'm gonna make this happen. All right. Sure. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna go into the shop. I'm going to see if he's playing a show. I'm going to time it to where I can go to the show, see if I can see her there, see if I can catch her vibe. Maybe filming uh, a vlog. I will, I will vlog the shit out of that whole experience, and I will release that on Patreon, on both of our Patreons, <laughs> nice. if you are the one who poisoned me with this. <laughs> so, Owen, what do, you, what do you think of our new queen, our new icon, queen icon legend? I hope Michaela. she never gives up the coffee business. <laughs> Like I think it's good to stay true to your roots. It's kind of didn't didn't Megan the Stallion just uh Megan the Stallion just um graduate from college? Wasn't that a she thing did. that happened? I she sound did. like an old person saying that. <laughs> um in the you same the way that you should here. like never give up on like your original hustle when you make it big. I hope that she is still serving coffee and berating customers for not dressing like a Habsburg when they come into her coffee shop. Even when <laughs> oh, she's shit, like, I didn't think about that. Abby Shapiro level code? successful. I don't yeah, know, but I, I imagine that the way I dress, they would kick me out immediately. Yeah, probably have too many <laughs> yeah. tattoos. You have tattoos, and that is um, oh, not yeah, acceptable. That's 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 oh, Viennese coffee, sh- coffee no. shop. Coffee shop. shop. I guarantee she's got like a little wave tattoo like on her ankle. Oh, like, 100%. Right <laughs> could you imagine if you like, walked she was in? A bad girl? You, could you imagine if you walked in in a short sleeve shirt and immediately she pulls out two fencing swords and just throws you one and says, outside. <laughs> she's got both the fencing sword and the dagger. I would actually be in a good position for that because like any good fucking theater freak, I absolutely <laughs> took fencing. Of course. Of course. Jesus Christ. And- and I did historical historical swordcraft for like multiple years too. So I got to fight with God. several different types of ancient weapons. You gotta fight for your right to war.